Welcome to Truth Share Podcast, the podcast that brings to life the raw and anonymous stories shared on truthshare.com.ng. We unveil the heartfelt stories shared on our platform where anonymity meets empathy. For today's pod, I am your host, Natasha Brown, and with me, I have some amazing guests right here in the studio for the pod today. So I have with me Miracle. You look so pretty. <laughs> All right. And then I have Tubo. Hi. I almost mistook you for yeah, <laughs> Welcome. And then we have with us Ayenda. Thank you. Welcome. And then we have the amazing Catherine, professional as you are. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. All right. So we'll just get right into it. So we know that we live in a time where there are different issues affecting our mental health. It's sometimes it's finances, sometimes it's relationships. It can be different things. And especially after COVID, we realized almost like the, the statistics wise, the percentage of individuals who faced mental health issues actually tripled, right? So there's all of that going on. And so, so I don't get much into it. So we have two um, topics we'll be talking about today, picking stories from, you know, our anonymous senders. And um, the first topic of today, it's really quite interesting. I almost want to put myself in the shoes because I think sometimes I do this, but okay, let's just hear it. So the first story of today, almost a week of silent treatment with my husband and we've been married for just one month now. Just one month now. It used to always be me breaking the ice and starting the communication, but I feel exhausted. He needs to sit up. I am not happy. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so this is so interesting. Why, why I say that, you know, I kind of understand what she's going through. Because, you know, there's some part of me that can do the silent treatment thing. You know, like, if I'm mad at you, I'm just going to go mom. Do you get what I mean? But at the end of the day, it really can be stressful for the other person. Because they always want to know what's going on, what's happening. Talk to me. And you're just incommunicado. You're not saying anything yet. You're, you're frowning all over the place. You're keeping... T- and then we're living under the same roof. And what makes this even trickier? They've just been married for a month. So, okay. So I have a lot to say on this, but I just, let's go with you, Miracle. What do you think about this situation? Okay, um, I think it's a very funny one because seeing the duration of the marriage. Well, I want to believe that um, this silent treatment from what she said, they begin in the marriage. Obviously. Yeah, it began before the marriage and she said she used to be the one breaking the ice. So I think she has to continue because this is not where to continue breaking yeah, the ice. Yeah, that, that's the responsibility she took. So she has to continue in the marriage. It's not just going to end like that. She can't frustrate her at this point. This is just one point in marriage. But, but how long can you keep taking it? Like, she, like literally now she's saying she's exhausted. She's tired of being the one always going to him to try to get him to talk. So like, she is like literally exhausted and she really doesn't know what to do. So it shouldn't there be like a measure? Like, okay, this is how far I can go. Even though I started with you, but then. Well, th- there's no measure. She knows that husband better. I don't know. So I, she should have regret what this in my own um, head. Like if this is how he has been and I'm going to marry with him, then I should know this is what I'll be saying. I should be expecting. So I, I feel like she should have been prepared before now. So she didn't get frustrated at this point. 
she should talk to her husband, talk about it. I don't know if she's talked about it before the marriage, but she needs to talk about it and make him know that it's not always going to be happy. He needs to also come out from wherever he is and make things work. The stakes too to make the marriage work. Absolutely, work. like it takes two to take the, to make the marriage work. So I'll just go right into our counselor because I know like she has more to go, you know, but I just give you the floor, Catherine. What do you think about this whole situation? Well, I think that, you know, it's not too surprising because um, according to statistics, like most um, of the problems that you encounter in your relationship typically occurs within the first five years of marriage you know you just get into know each other you just going to learn each other even at a deep, deeper capacity right so you might have even been in a relationship for 10 years but once you're married the relationship dynamic changes expectation is different you can already hear it in um in what she said it sounds like her expectation has changed like in the past, it was never an issue. She was always the one that came to meet him. Hey, let's make it up. But all of a sudden, we're married now. I expect you to step up. And so oftentimes what I tell people is that before you go into a marriage, understand that you cannot change the other person, but you can communicate. So I think instead of her um, maybe holding off um, on that silent treatment, it might be helpful to break that ice because this is not a really good time to pass a message across. Um, I think make peace, and at the, during the time of peace, then they, um, he can she can have a dialogue with him, and then discuss. Hey, you know, I noticed that I'm always the one. Whenever there's an issue, I'm always the one trying to make up with you. Um, can you sometimes um, do that? You know what are some ways that can help and then they can have an honest conversation but that conversation should take place during the time of peace as opposed to when they're on um at standoff um i also think that you know she shouldn't be discouraged um it's really it's really not a it's going to be a big issue if it continues but as of right now it's not a big issue it's something that can be easily resolved between them as far as both parties are willing to work on it. So I would say definitely open communication. Another thing I will recommend is whenever you're having a conversation with your spouse on a issue of controversy or issue to cause conflict, try to write it out, right? Try to write out what you want to talk about. Especially, this happens especially, it could be for women or men, but whoever is more emotional in the relationship, when you come when you come and you want to freestyle it oftentimes what happens is that our emotions get involved in it and the message is not passed across so i would definitely say kind of like take that emotion out of it don't do the blame game don't do any of that pass your message across to it across to your spouse in a respectful manner and um likewise and there's actually communication style that will help with that which you know we can talk about that later there's actually training for that very very simple training that can actually help with communication between the two parties so that you guys can actually hear each other out so that's oh, what i interesting interesting so uh, basically like so i understand like what you've said and it's really interesting so their communication styles and you know wait for the time of peace 
so that you can be able to communicate clearly and have your partner hear you. But from what she's saying, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so I know that most of the things everybody I'm saying here has been, I think by default, the story itself has not explained a lot and explicitly what has been happening before there. But I think if they've been married for one month, I'm not going to say, oh, she should have seen all of this before she got married. She's already married. And she's talking about divorce, obviously. So she's trying to deal with this situation. I think for a woman, you're married to a man. What do we think you should do when a man is doing silent treatment? Or if a man, or if anybody, if any person is doing silent treatment, is just go into the other room. Find a way to bring him to the other room. But for how long? For how long would well, you have to keep doing that? Well, the thing is, it's easier to pass all the other information in terms of communication after you have speaking to the other room. He will listen better then. But the other room, what do you mean specifically? <laughs> the other room. Send you to your husband. Where to keep him? Actually, he's like, for you to be where to keep it around the house. He will notice you. When men are giving silent treatment, they're also seeing their eyes are not giving silent treatment. They're seeing you. So it's for for a lot of people it's it's actually a game. It's she has to look at it as a game at some point because if she takes it too serious, she's going to obviously get exhausted, which I think Which she's already it's exhausted. already getting it. So enjoy it as a game, it's going to keep happening. And you're in it, you're in it, so you have to start finding ways to solve it. Just just enjoy that moment. Well, you know, but you know, like it's not everything the other room solves. Exactly. So, so for example, for the issue. Yeah, for example. She's already exhausted. You know, like when you're already getting frustrated with your partner, like you've grown up, you're my husband, come on to all of this. So you're getting frustrated. She's not thinking in her head, oh, I'm going to start wearing lingerie. I want to try to sit down. So she's not thinking of anything. I think most of the challenges a lot of us have about marriage is we already expect the husband to be a certain way and expect the wife to be a certain way. But in most cases, you can marry a man that is not emotionally mature enough to understand how you expect him to interact with you or communicate mm-hmm. with you. But generally, I know that if a man loves you enough to get married to you and it's wrong, except he doesn't love you, the easiest way to get to him is to give him the cookie. Find him the cookie. And when you give him that cookie, it's easier to communicate with him. He will listen. And this cuts across all men? Well, it cuts across a lot of men, except except the man doesn't actually love you right. anymore. But if he actually has feelings about and doing silent treatment, it's a very easy way to get across to you. Interesting. Interesting. It's a very it's like easy way to get Except he doesn't have me. I think it was cooking man, so... I think this puts up in danger of one-sided story, yeah, like right. well said rightly, it's not um, a complete balance. It's not about to, yeah. Yes, uh, and uh, I have one issue when it comes to married people and how they state some of these things. The husband is not here, mm-hmm. or we don't have any statement from the husband or what have you to compare, you know. So she's only going to come here as anonymous and put whatever she wants to put. Mm-hmm. She may have done something that would have upset the husband, definitely, that would make the guy say, and sometimes, um, these things are to varying degrees. Mm. 
I'm a silent, silent treated um, treatment person. person. Yes, so and um, I can go for as long as possible. Interesting, for yeah. more than two weeks. Well, there's no limit. I expect you. When you offend me, I hardly ever offend you. I'm human, but I hardly ever offend you. Okay. I, try, I, try, no, I try to be deliberate to certain things. Okay. And if I offend you with little things, I'm always quick to sorry. I'm that kind of person you will tell, don't say sorry, rather do it right, because I'm quick to sorry. Okay. Please forgive me right. and all that. So, um, <clears throat> I think it's... Um, not so balanced. We, we risk um, the danger of a one-sided story and um, we don't know the gravity of what she's done. And uh, maybe she still wants to trivialize it based on uh, whatever. It doesn't mean she give me silent treatment for this long. You know, some people feel there's no matter what they've done, you know, they don't deserve certain treatment. You know, and, yes, and but, all that but, stuff. But, okay, so in as much as we are saying that we don't have in full, yeah, yeah. in terms of knowing from the husband's uncle yeah. as well as has, as she said. But let's work with the premise that we have. Okay. The premise that we're working with is that she has said, my husband does the silent treatment thing. I have been, and from her story of being exhausted, she has been putting up with this for over time. And like Miracle rightly said, so she probably has seen this right from the relationship right but now they're married you're still doing this and then one month into the into the marriage where we're supposed to be all over each other tearing each other's skin and, like tomorrow right you say it's all about the cookie at that point in time so when you already start bringing that behavior i'm already getting frustrated but even something that i read about now the silent treatment thing it's an offshoot of passive aggression Right? It's me telling you you've done something wrong without actually telling you. Now, that thing can be so frustrating because I actually want to know what I did wrong, what am I doing wrong that, you know, upset you that much. And if you're not willing to talk, how am I, oh, how am I going to get that out of you? Right? So I understand her angle when she says she's exhausted because you on the other part, what you keep doing is I keep trying to get you to talk all the time. I keep trying to get you to talk. Mm -hmm. But do I do this in perpetuity? Like forever? Right? So there's all of those angles to look at. Unfortunately, the man is not here. If he were here, maybe he would tell us what she did. (laughs) Maybe she didn't cook the soup, right? I I, I think something I like what he said, he's that kind of person. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point, it's maybe it sounds really bad, but it may be totally impossible to change. You know why? You know why? You know why? You know why? That's the story. I've actually seen. Um, I've, I've, I've actually met a friend's parents that didn't talk for. She told me her mom and dad had not talked for twelve years, and I couldn't understand. Are you joking? Silent treatment. So you see, for every marriage, someone has to sacrifice, except. You want to go as long as possible. Twelve years. The man actually died of cancer and it was on his deathbed that he had the conversation after twelve years and the man is dead today. Okay, now that's different. That's so, different so, so for silent conversations, I mean if you're already married and going to deal with it, then that's the cross you may have to carry for a very long time. Like, like my pastor said, it can be very painful, it can be very exhausted. Yes, it is. But you need to understand that it's way better than violence. 
Okay, this will really save your marriage. I use this all the time. It really helps. If you're trying to pass a car, uh, message across in conversation, all of a sudden, the other person starts saying, well, five years ago, this happened. And 10 years ago, this happened. How come it's always this? And how come it's always that? You're going to hear what the person saying. You're going to say, oh, okay, I, I hear you. And then you're going to go back to the same thing. You're going to keep going back to your point because you're not going to go down that rabbit hole of chasing all these other distractions that person is going to come up with, right? And yeah. then, of course, you're confident when you're trying to pass your message across it's not the time to raise your voice when you raise your voice you shut people down they cannot hear anything you say it's going to take them to when they were five years old and their parents were shouting at them okay so they become a little kid and that means they're going to act like a little kid so we don't want to raise our voice right we also don't want to do this thing that girls sometimes do you know like you put your eyes down and you talk like you have no life in you we don't want to do that and you push over right we don't want to do that we just want to talk respectfully and be mindful of your voice be mindful of your body language too it matters um and the a you know that's the a appear confident and n stands for negotiates that's very important so maybe you had a game plan but maybe your partner cannot meet you at the end then meet each other in the point right so negotiation is very important see so i know i shared a lot in this time period but please look it up it's called dman skill and it's um part of dialectical behavioral therapy it's very very good for interpersonal relationship not just for marriage but just you know any kind of relationship when you're trying to pass a message across when you're trying to assert yourself um this is the right way to do that Thank you so much, Catherine. That's so interesting. So just so that I get what you said correctly, I just, you know, put it out there for our audience so that we all learn perfectly well. So you said DBM, so you, um, DMN, so you said um, describe the situation, one, two, mindfulness, and then negotiation. Is that it? No, um, so yeah, you got most of it right. So okay. DM, each letter stands for an acronym. So D is for describe. E is for express your feelings. Okay. A is for start yourself. R is for reinforce or reward good behavior. M is for mindfulness. A is for how you appear. Appear confident, watching your tone of voice, right? And N okay. is for... Oh, okay. So, okay. So that's interesting. Um, we'll definitely look that up. I think that will definitely help um, solve um, the issue so far. Um, so to our girl out there who is just one month old in her marriage, I mean, we want you to keep having your honeymoon session. So definitely please listen in on the podcast and, you know, do your search rightfully. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, do your own search and, you know, just make sure that, you know, you get the right results. I mean, our counselor here, Catherine, she has put out her word and then we said, well, one or two things. And then tomorrow, right, we said, you know, you could try the other room uh, that might get him to talk. Um, but at the end of the day, we know that you're newly married. We wish you the best. We want you to have the loveliest of marriages and please don't get exhausted. And uh, I think we'll be winding up our pod right now. So rounding up this lovely pod for today, which has been totally amazing. So I'll just go back to my guest, Miracle. What's your one word of advice before we wrap up? Okay. Um, 
I would say she should fight for our marriage. Oh, she, she's been doing it. She shouldn't stop now. Okay, fight for your marriage, girl. All right, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go with what Miracle said because Catherine said initially here, don't expect to change people, don't expect them to change when they're in marriage. And she's been doing it, you know, like um, some of us. I prefer somebody who would um, take me out of that silent treatment mode, come and ask me what's my problem. We try to know what's keeping me in that mode. And I think the guy is similar to that. So she should continue in nutshell and not get tired so soon. Okay, thank you so much, Ainda. Too So I feel if you got married to your friend, I still stand with the fact that you should find a way to always play with your friend and find a way to pass messages through playful being so serious and saying we need to talk and all of that. Just find more subtle ways to laugh about things to make sure the person's temperature comes down a little. Then you can have the conversation you really want to have with the person. All right, thank you so much. Okay, so Trucia also gave a word of advice. And here I'll just read it out. It's sad that you are dealing with such this early in your marriage. You and your husband need to learn healthy and better ways to communicate when you have a misunderstanding. Ignoring the issue or not talking about it will only cause anger to grow in your heart and can be and can be a hindrance to building a safe, happy and healthy home. It's very important you both learn to forgive let go and communicate with love and understanding as that's the only way your marriage will grow all right so i hope that you have heard our words of advice and you will take a cue from this and get to have a banging honeymoon of a marriage so from us to you at Trishier, thank you so much for listening in and remember this is the best pod you ever want to listen to and keep tuning bye for now